top shelf fantasy. All right. Well, here we are. Podcast 95. We were just having a conversation about the head coaches that have gotten fired before Adam Gase. Bill O'Brien being one of them. Dan Quinn maybe being one of them. You know what left before both of them? To believe or not to believe, you son of a bitch. <laughs> to believe or not, not to, to believe. believe. That Adam Gase finishes the season. <laughs> you <Yeah>. fucked <laughs> this whole thing up. He better not. He better not. I finish forgot the whole about to believe or not to my believe. My whole, no. my favorite podcast of the week, and I got no to believe or not to believe. How hold and fold is very important right now. Uh, if I'm Adam true. Gase, I'm I'm burying Le'Veon Bell into the ground, running him into the ground, so yeah, that you to can save keep my job. A paycheck. Yeah, to to save my job. Exactly. That's what you should be doing, and that's what he should have been doing the entire time. But he loves Frank Gore. I love. He how loves we, Frank Gore, and I love Frank Gore. Last too. podcast on Gase, and we start the next one on Gase. Also, um, I want to mention we are closing Tom, in this on one's podcast one hundred. We are closing in on yes, podcast one hundred. We are going to come up with something good. I don't you know guys, if you have any ideas, good. tweet at us. Anything special you want for podcast one hundred? Maybe we'll get some listeners on. Maybe we'll not. I don't know. Don't I forget don't know. about the book burners there. T- yeah, tell us the what you want to do. Oh, book burners are going to be heavily Actually, short of get, short of giving me COVID uh, or, or or podcast one hundred <laughs> COVID party. <laughs> hey, COVID one hundred. <laughs> um, so, TopShelfFantasy.com, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, TopShelfFNTSY. Tom Craig Dow's here. We have Mike Mahoney representing the TSF Book Burners. Back-to-back podcast. How Mike, are you? Back Thank you, gentlemen. Thank when you for having did me. The, uh, when did the picks come in? It's usually Friday. Friday, right. right. Friday. Yeah, and so, then we get them up on the website. So, yep. Ryan Baldinelli, former Shelfie. Well, no. Current, 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 current Shelfie. Yeah, sorry. Pardon me. Um, Better we're, be. we're usually looking at them all week. Uh, quick, early... Early access pick at, you know, minus 118. Uh, we got the Chiefs 12 and a half over, I forget who it is, actually. That's terrible. It's early. Me, it it's, early. it's early. Um, but, yeah, they usually come in Thursday or Friday. So it is look, nice take a look can, at the website. If you can bet them early, it's always nice because you can sometimes get a good line before they start adjusting. This is true. Like, taking the Chiefs early was seven or seven and a half, and after – Hoyer, it was ten and a half. But you know what? That, that actually really brings, that brings me up to a good point. Why don't you guys give us some futures bets at some point in the, uh, down the line here? My futures bet, uh, Seahawks. Yeah, yeah. There what do you go. mean futures bet? Super Bowl or oh, okay. otherwise? Okay. You could do you know conference winners, division winners. You can do my, future my, weeks. My my futures bet is it's going to be Super Bowl Seahawks Chiefs. Okay. Because I Seahawks defense isn't you know top notch by any means, but that offense is. I mean, yeah. That thing is rolling right now. All right. Confidence boost. Hold full. Buy low. Sell high. Hold them. Fold them. Quit quit playing games with my heart. Quit playing games with my heart. The next American Idol. (laughs) I'm going to send that right to Simon. Um, all right, no, my, please, please my... give it give it a Randy. <laughs> we don't have. Yeah, a sp- that's a no for me. You know Simon, and we don't have a sponsor yet. <laughs> that's um, true, actually. You if work I could, on that. if I Paul could get Abdul's just wasted, like you sound so good. I'll dance with Paula Abdul. <laughs> um, love it. Just dance. All right, Scotty's. So Scotty is not here tonight, but we have his picks. His confidence boost: George Kittle, fifteen for fifteen, one hundred and eighty-three yards and a TD. Holy. F asterisk CK, he says, was worried to see how he would do. So George Kittle with a big bounce back. My confidence boost is Antonio Gibson. 
Um, I feel like for the first uh, four weeks of the season, or first three weeks of the season, this is what we've been building up to with Antonio Gibson. I remember talking about it. I was like, you can start to see things with Antonio Gibson trending the right way, and then he just explodes, and it it feels like the quietest explosion out there. I mean, he ended up carrying the ball a handful of times, uh, found the end zone, and that's really what you want to see. Um, and and I'll just go left to right. Uh, Craig. All right, yeah, sure. Oh. Uh, yeah, no, we, we, we won't get into it. There's uh, <laughs> opposing opinions on this player. Um, but for fantasy purposes, Aaron Rodgers is my confidence boost, and I'll tell you why. He has had a resurgence season, and this is this is not something that I kind of would have expected. A lot of us had him outside of uh, quarterback 12 this year. We knew that he could have been a late quarterback to grab in drafts. However, he is now at this point put up games that you've just completely been okay with. His last his his weakest performance was 19 fantasy points. So, uh, 30 to uh, you know it was 31 first week week three against New Orleans he had 25 and then Atlanta last night he had 30. Um, and and the other thing too about it is he didn't have Devontae Adams he lost Alan Lazard he did it all on the back of Robert Tanyan. And pretty much that's it. Ooh. But yeah, Bobby Tonyan. Uh, but thirty Coming points. Out of Robert Tonyan's. <laughs> exactly. And and thirty points for for a guy that doesn't have his top weapons, and then to come on Pat McAfee's podcast today and like just have that swagger. I, I, I get he's thirty six. I get he's insufferable. Sometimes there's there's parts of Aaron Rodgers that we don't like, and I get that. But for fantasy football. As QB six going going right now, he has his bye week. You know that's not great. Maybe even he could be not a buy low, but a guy to buy into because he is on his bye week, and some people might be hurting. He's a guy that I see going th- throughout the entire season uh, as that quarterback one. Tampa Bay following the bye week, Houston following the uh, you know week seven, and then Minnesota. You know those are three more good games for him. So you know th- this is a confidence boost for me for sure. Yeah, I just want to see him do it against real defense. That's my only thing. He hasn't played anybody yet. But when he does and he beats them, we'll have a different conversation. I that, agree. That's I that's all I'm going to say. I concur. My confidence boost of the week is Odell Beckham <laughs> Jr. And kind of the same comment. Um, parlays well into this. Uh, he just eviscerated the Dallas defense. But Dallas sucks. So kind of take it with a grain <laughs> of salt. But he was heavily involved, which is what you want to see. He had a lot of targets. He had five catches for 80-plus yards and two touchdowns. And he also had a huge run um, for his third touchdown of the day. That's what you want to see. The Browns finally admitting that they need to get the ball in his hands and let him make plays in space and let him be Odell Beckham. It's not forcing him to do something that he's not good at or not or something that fits their offense. It's like design plays for him to get the ball and be dynamic and be Odell Beckham Jr. Be the guy that you signed. Like, or traded for? Traded for. But either way, give him the ball, let him do his thing. They finally did, and he did it. I don't know if they traded for him. I, I, I may regret don't this. Remember. Yeah. I yeah, may they, regret they this. Trade yeah. Giants traded him. Thank you. Would you guys be willing to do a year-long shotgun bet at Aaron Rodgers versus Odell Beckham, who has more wide receiver or QB1 finishes for the rest of the season? Yes. Odell versus Aaron Rodgers. I hate Odell, but I'm going to do it. Top 12 at their position for the rest of the season. I'm going to go Aaron Rodgers. Uh, so oh, so dicey for so, me. Just, I'm just, go just, I don't, don't want to regret it. So, it's, just, so it's, here's, here's one thing I'll say about what dicey. I saw last week with Odell Beckham or this past weekend. I didn't mean is this that, to be a thing. Well, you did. 
No, so Odell Beckham there, so. now has a, a a head coach that knows how to run an offense. You saw it with Minnesota. You saw what they could do with Dalvin Cook. You saw what they did with Thielen. And, and, and Odell Beckham, I don't want to just jump on the, fact, the back of this performance and go, he's back. But if they are smart – they will continue to use certain, uh, you know, scenarios that gets him involved. And, so, and with Chubb I will out, take I Aaron Rodgers in that. Bet. I'm saying with Chubb out too, it probably helps. Uh, absolutely, I'm, I'm going with Aaron Rodgers on that bet strictly because it's less people to there's, beat. There's less quarterbacks. Yeah. Right? Well, yeah. yes, that and the fact of I'll take that bet, but I think Craig should do two shotguns o- if I win. O- o- Odell's Odell odds. Odell's big play in a Dallas was off <laughs> end around. You yeah. do a six pack, I'll do four. Odell Odell's oh. big play. In Dallas, was often end around. Exactly, it was not a pass. Right. So, yes, Baker is getting there with Odell. Don't get me wrong. I just still think that there are going to be so some shaky his, his, times with his, Odell. His, his and other Baker. big passes from Jarvis Landry. <laughs> Landry. Yes, exactly. So, so technically, Odell drops two touchdowns. Okay, great week, great fantasy week. Never going to complain. He went how many yards was it? Eighty something, eighty three. Yeah, right. wasn't a ton of yards. All right, well, two touchdowns, couple, you're never going to complain. He could get me five yards and two touchdowns. I'm never going to We call that the Mike Evans treatment. It's the Mike Evans yes. treatment. But not one of them came from Baker Mayfield. Yeah, so and, and that's, I, the, that's the thing as being a wide receiver is you have to get thrown the ball. And yep. they have been saying oh, for have, the longest time that him and Odell are still not on the same page. I have zero yeah. faith in Baker Mayfield. So, that's what makes me hesitant about uh, I, I very back. much regret saying this. Um, I <laughs> but just you went there, to, so we I just wanted it. to be a quick thing because I know Dows hates Aaron Rodgers. You I want to see. I wanted. To, I wanted you, to you, see how not, deep you would go. Did we not just talk about how you can't bring that also, up? Also, yeah, I, I think I brought also, it. Also, Dows has been a big Odell fan. No, no, no. It's 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 fine. I love both of these confidence boosts, and we're gonna get Mahomes. I do want to say quick. I don't oh, hate Aaron Rodgers as a fantasy quarterback. I hate him as a real life quarterback, and it's very very. Well, I don't. Have an I don't. That's just you have an article, and it will be up on the website where Dawes kind of breaks down some of Aaron Rodgers' game from uh, a real NFL perspective. Mahoney, you've got two confidence boosts coming out of Week Four. Yep. Justin Jefferson, Mark Ingram. Yeah. So Mark Ingram. Would be a one of the confidence boosts. He's getting goal line work. That's the thing. So that backfield is real shaky. I mean, you get an even distribution between three backs after Mark four Ingram. Four, you call in Lamar Jackson. Four, and you could even say five in RG three, yep. because realistically, the wild they can run the wildcat, and RG three can just take it at this point. Do they even have a quarterback? Who knows? The Heisman formation, baby. Yeah, who knows? Um, Mark Ingram seeing. Goal line touches is, you know, all that you need. Yeah, he's, he's you know, the even distribution, but what, what you really need in fantasy is touchdowns. We all know that. Right. And he's getting the goal line work, and he scored on a goal line touchdown. And I have him in my listener league with these guys, and I can tell you right now that my listener league team is junk, uh, <laughs> and that's because everybody is underperforming, Mark Ingram being one of them. Uh, but I need him to pick it up. I need. I know this is awful to wish upon, but there's three running backs, technically three running backs in that backfield, which is, if you ask me, like I agree upon with Craig earlier, that's one too many. We need one to go down. Yeah, we Absolutely. need we need one to go down, and I, that's awful. To, you know what? But Just, you know what? You know the what? way How the way this? that this trade him trade him perfect. Yeah. But the way that this year is going, it's gonna be a hammy. We all know it. Um, yeah. So. It, it's good to see Mark Ingram score a touchdown. That's his second touchdown in the last three weeks. Mind you, 
the one a couple weeks ago was off a fourth down, like a fake play that ran for 20-something yards into the end zone, which is great. Um, but one too many backs, and, you know, right. it's it's good to see Mark Ingram get the, the goal line touches. Because he wasn't before. For, yeah, exactly, right. yes. Right. And so I think that just brings some semblance in some— um, It makes me feel good to not it's sit Mark thing, Ingram. It's yes. a smart thing to do to it is. Ingram it, give, give him Give the veteran the ball. He's yeah. Give the veteran the ball. He's been in the league. Well, and again, we talked about the same thing with uh, Ceh the first week. That Dobbins probably had the first week where he got the goal line work. This is real life experience for Dobbins that now go out and do some goal line shit for one week. But you know what? Now we're four weeks into the season. Let's let Mark Ingram handle it. Yes. Um, all right, we're gonna move on to hold and fold them. Do you want to do important. Justin Jefferson? I do want to do Justin. Okay, Jefferson. I'll okay. make this jump, one quick. Jump on your. Je- your I'll Jefferson. make this one quick. Um. Justin Jefferson, two straight weeks going over 10 points. Um, you know, two weeks ago, he absolutely went off. What was it? One for 175 and a touch? Uh, no, it wasn't one for 175. Seven for 175. Seven for 175 and a touchdown. Um, it's good to see that somebody else other than Adam Thielen is getting the ball because you can't just throw one wide receiver the ball. This week, he gets the ball again. And, you know, another decent fantasy day. It was, what, 11, 12 points, I think, in a half PPR league. Uh, that's good confidence boost. Somebody other than Adam Thielen getting the ball because Stefan Diggs needs a fill in because they lost Stefan Diggs to Buffalo, who was doing fantastic in Buffalo. Well, and this week was nice because you saw him do it at the same time as Thielen, who they both went off. Last week you went, okay, well, is it going to be one or the other? This week they both did. Yeah. You're like, okay, Which, cool, so they can do two at once. So that's the thing. We were talking about giving Dalvin Cook the ball. You give Dalvin Cook the ball 25 times a game, it's going to open up the passing game. It's going to open up the play action. It's going to open up the deep ball. And it's not just Adam Thielen at this point. They they need two solid cornerbacks to cover two solid wide receivers, and that's why he's my confidence boost of the week, Justin Jefferson, because he can handle the workload that he's getting at this point in time, or at least he's starting to show it. Yep. Great, yeah. Um, and I just just to piggyback off that, they couldn't do it with Stephon Diggs last year. So seeing them do it with two wide receivers, which is, is yeah, very that's great. confidence rising. Um, all right, hold them, fold them. Typically, it's just kind of a quick go around. I think we all have a lot of skin on some of these players. Um, but first, There's hold them, skin. fold them, T.Y. Oh, boy. Um, Scotty and I are both going to hold T.Y. Um, and the reason we're holding him really is that I, I've, I've already mentioned the stat that um, the Colts are only allowing opposing teams running 51 total plays. Colts are also one of the lowest play total teams in the NFL. They don't have to throw the ball... 35 times a game. So why would you hold them then, though? There is a point in time where they're going to have to do that, and T.Y. Hilton is the most talented wide receiver on that team. I'm holding T.Y., but it... I mean, it's... He is not a start. You're holding them by the skin I'm, of your teeth. Yeah, yeah. I'm, so, I'm not, I don't feel good about it. So I'll go around me, the room, hold them, fold them. Let me get to this too. Is is you look at the point production, the, the three straight weeks of four fantasy points is a fold you know, player, you know, from, from top to bottom. However, Frank Reich is a really smart offensive coordinator. You saw what he did with Philadelphia. He knows what he's been doing. And I think at a certain point, it is week four. There is a time that they find a way to get T.Y. Hilton involved. And I think what, what they had before was T.Y. Hilton going deep and, you know, trying to do things that Phillip Rivers wasn't able to, to get uh, you know, T.Y. Hilton on, on the same connection. And I think, you know, I'm holding T.Y. Hilton, uh, uh, not starting him, but I'm, I'm holding him on the prospect that, that Frank Reich will figure it out. Um, 
I am folding T.Y. Hilton. And I agree with your point that, that Indy, their D is very good. They have not had to throw that often. Best D in the league. But I am disagreeing with your point that he is the only option there. Zach Pascal out-targeted and out-caught him this week. Eight targets Mo Alley is getting more looks than he is. Well, not more looks, but he's being more productive than he is. Jack Doyle is going to come back and be more productive than he is. Trey Burton. Michael Pittman could come back and be more productive than he is. I'm not sold he's the only one there. T.Y. has let me down too much, though. To say I'm folding him as if I'm dropping him straight off my roster is well, probably that's the question, exactly. Man. That's a little drastic, but I'm gonna but I'm gonna trade him for I'm gonna trade him for though. pennies on the yeah, dollar. Not necessarily. You want to sell and that's, low, and that's and that's yeah. where I'm gonna sell come low. in and interject here and say sell low, but not incredibly low. I'd say it's you know lower than I would have liked to sell him, but realistically, perfect timing for this. I actually traded T. Y. Hilton today off one of my two QB fantasy leagues. You know why? Because he has the most targets he has. Through four games is nine. The second most targets he has in the other three games is five. What is five targets going to get you? Four points. Four points. Time the most out. half PPR, the most points he has me is five and a half through four weeks. Now you're thinking T.Y. Hilton coming into this year, he's got a legit QB. It's not bleeping Jacoby Brissett, okay, mind you, who was serviceable last year, but you got to think he's getting Phillip Rivers. He's basically another Keenan Allen, but a little bit shorter. He's a great route runner. He's going to pepper the ball. That's He's what we all said. pepper so him the ball. My but, expectation was 12 points a game. Minimum. And, and has not even... He barely so, has 12 points so in the I, freaking I, season. I sold, I sold T.Y. Hilton. I, I did fold him. I traded him today for James White. Only because I needed... Running back bench help, yeah, you know. Traded him, James White. I love yeah. the traded him kind of low, yes. but That's you know what? Trade. Really, That's realistically, the kid was zero and four in my league. He probably saw the name T. Y. Hilton, and. And that's what you're doing. You are yeah. trading T.Y. Hilton on his name and who he could be. Yes. And I don't think he gets there that year. Which he's is in, why he's been in my starting lineup four straight weeks, has not got me more than six points. And if I as could, my wide receiver two behind Juju, that's not yeah. going to And if to I could drop T.Y. for like that. most of our waiver pickups this week, I would drop him. Well, it's just not. There you go. No, you would. I would drop T.Y. No, for Deionis Johnson the, this week if I could pick him. If it wasn't Fab and it was priority and I had number one priority and I knew I was going to get Deionis Johnson, I would take. T.Y. Hilton, I'd drop him on my roster for DeAndre Johnson right now. The problem with it is, is you draft T.Y. Hilton to be, at a minimum, your wide receiver too. Yep. No joke. And he's not even close. And he's not even close. He's wide receiver so 72, 72, you, yeah, 72, 72, 72, you said? 72? So we, we have a couple other big names yeah, let's here. Keep going. Um, Julian Edelman. I'm a hold on Jules. Yeah, you, you hold Jules, but what you saw this past week was disappointing. It looked, this it, is my, it, like... It looked like I had made a joke. It looked like he was burnt out. He didn't care. These yeah. are my New England blinders. Because of Hoyer. I, I think so, and it's the I same. So. It's uh, and I don't want to. It's totally two different players, but the attitude is very similar to what happened with Randy Moss when Matt Castle was throwing the ball. It looked like that year he didn't really care. Like Randy Moss is a whole different animal. He cannot try as much, and he'll be able to continue on and still produce your fantasy points. But Julian Edelman at his age and his drop rate. Yeah, you like you too need, many you, drops. You, you need too him. Many drops. You hold him and hope Cam can play this. You week. need Edelman out there, like engaged. Which they're saying Cam's and, probably going to play this week. Yeah, it, it sounds like he, yeah he has. No, but it, was but it no two symptoms. negative tests in five days and he's good? Right, and he's asymptomatic. But if you don't have Edelman out there, engaged and like fighting people on the field, which is like what you like to see out of him, getting right. a little frisky after every single catch. Yeah, that guy needs. He doesn't. He doesn't sense. look like he's dialed in. You right. know what I mean? So, for me. He's. I think I'm. I think I'm holding him, but I think it's because I'm a Patriot fan, and I think that he can be better with Cam back. 
but he's on thin fucking ice. Sure. I'm... I mean, I'm indifferent about this. I've realistically, when it comes to fantasy, even with Tom Brady, I was never truly bought in on Julian Edelman strictly because Tom Brady knows how to distribute the ball evenly and stuff like that. But now that, you know, seeing Nikhil Harry catch that touchdown pass from Jared Stidham was slightly eye-opening. I'm not talking, you know, blew my eyes wide open, but it was a great pass and it was a great catch. And after the poor, I mean, poor performance from Julian Edelman, that you cannot, a veteran of the league, you cannot, cannot yeah. drop that ball. You, you just can't watch repeat performances. And, and it, you know, I think we're all in agreement of hold. That's pretty much where you're going, right? Yeah, I, I'm a hold, but it's getting, I'm going to agree with murky, Corey. It's, get, sure. it's getting murky for sure because, yeah. mind you, he had his 180-yard game, which was the number exactly. one of his career. Right. But, I mean, and what are the odds it happens again? That's his most yards, and he only got 20 fantasy points off of it. Yeah, no touchdowns. Um, all right, so hold on, T.Y., hold on, Julian Edelman. A.J. Green. I'm a fold. We'll, we'll, go, we'll go quicker on this. A.J. Green, easy fold. Fold. So easy I'm fold for me. I, yep. fo- I folded him. We'll, we'll go on. Yeah, okay. It well, everybody just fold. f- folded him. Fold. Um, I folded him last week, um, so A.J. Green's yeah, a fold. I've already fold. Zach Ertz, hold. Big hold. hold. You have yes. to hold. How many He's... tight ends in this league are there like, exactly. like that? Also, exactly. realistically. also, I want to note, don't trade him for nothing. There's going to be so many people that are going to try and get you to sell low on him. Hold this man. Okay? Yeah. Tight end. Sell him high strictly because he is one of the few tight ends in this league that will put up the points that he puts up with, on a good week. With right. Nick Foles, who loves... Uh, sorry, not with, not with Nick Foles. With Carson Wentz, who loves throwing to tight ends. Goddard and yeah, Ertz. And it is going to have to... If he gets no more protection, figured yeah, out. that that O line needs to figure it out. Um, but yes, hold Zach Ertz. Don't panic there. Michael Gallup, he's so, a hold for me. So this is a sad one because I like him. I, I love his talent. What I saw week one against him against Jalen Ramsey, I'm like, this guy definitely knows how to ball out. However, there is way too many mouths to feed. They cannot coexist. It's it's unfortunate, but he is the odd guy out. CD Lamb is the new hotness. Jerry Jones wants him to play. Amari Cooper is already, you know, within the system, and Gallup is the odd guy out. And and I I, I think maybe you can try and trade him for something. I'm selling him off. Uh, I'm not holding on to a guy that I don't know whether you know. I'm not going to wait out C.D. Lamb or Amari Cooper. So so I am folding on Gallup. So I am going to actually be opposite of you. I'm going to hold him. But you're not wrong by by any means. Anything nothing you said is wrong. It's just that I think that the Cowboys are going to continue to throw the ball a ton. Their defense is going to continue to suck, and that they can support three wide receivers. At the beginning of the year, Tom has them projected to go for 3,000-yard receivers. I don't know if that's going to hit. You might have two, and then Gallup might be like 600, yeah, 750. It's going to be Schwartz. <laughs> or Schwartz, right. But like, or Schultz. Good. Yeah. Um, but for or me, Schultz. I'm going to keep him because I think he's still capable of producing a big week here and there, and especially uh, kind of like a matchup-dependent wide receiver slash flex play. By no means is he a wide receiver one or two, but three slash flex, he has value. I'm the same with Corey. I am going to hold strictly based on the fact of uh, Dak Prescott is throwing absolute bombs um, because they're down, because their defense is bad. So he needs to throw... He needs to throw the ball. He threw for 500 yards. And the week before that, 400 yards. And the week before that, 400 yards. Not all 400 yards can go to Amari Cooper and C.D. Lamb. He needs to throw 
he needs to get the ball around. I agree there are a lot of mouths to feed in that in that team, but if he's throwing 500 yards, they got to go somewhere. Yeah, I think so for me, I'm I'm our next hold them fold them Darius Slayton. If you were to have both of them and you were to make a decision, I'm going to hold Slayton over Gallup. I think Gallup is closer to a fold for me than he is a hold. Um they need to give the ball to uh Zach uh Zeke yeah. more. Oh, absolutely. And, which means there's going to be less attempts there. And I'm a massive CD guy. Um, so I'm folding Gallup, but I'm not trying to get off him. It's just if you have other options out there, um, some of our waiver pickups, which I'm not really thrilled about waivers this week, they're but I would, I would fold. Scraps. Well, yeah, well, yeah, yeah, they're they're pretty. With, with the number of injuries you've had, it's gonna be somebody well, that goes off that we can't. You're even not predict. Like, so, and and this is what I just I just want to say, like. Our folds aren't fold him just to fold him. Like get fold rid of Gallup if you if, yeah. you if you if you need something. Right. AJ you, Green, get the hell off. Yeah. Of yeah. Right. He's he's done. If, After what I've seen Tyler Boyd do the last couple of weeks, he's all done. Kind so, of the same way I mentioned with Hilton. Apply to everybody. If you can drop him and you have a waiver priority league and you have priority and you know you can snag somebody, yes, do it. If you have the most fab and you're gonna spend or overspend for somebody, yes, do it. If you're taking complete risk and you're the dead last priority in your waiver wire this week, yeah, adjust accordingly. Calibrate. Yeah, just be smart about it. Uh, Darius Slayton. He's a hold for me because somebody needs to show up. And I think yeah. Slayton has the, the most upside in the Giants offense. You know who should have hold. the most upside is fucking Evan Ingram, and he sucks. Oh, boy. Put him on here. Oh, boy. Corey's going to need to write 1,500 words about that. I'm down on Evan Ingram strictly because of the fact I've had him on my team multiple times. Hold, fold, Evan Ingram. Fold. I'm going to fold Evan Ingram. But that's only only because I have have personal experience with Evan Ingram, and every single year he's out minimum six games. Show me on the hell where he touched. All right. Let's. You don't want to know. We're going to do do this. Hold, fold the Giants passing offense because Golden Tate's on right. here as well. Okay. So, all right, that's fair. Fold so after oh, Golden so Tate's probably so Craig, getting suspended. Go. Let me start. Uh, I'm holding Ingram because of the tight end landscape. If not, I'll be able to trade him because of it. I'll be able to get a Zach Ertz from him. You know, something like that. I'd rather Ertz than Ingram anyway. I'll absolutely take Zach Ertz over exactly. Evan Ingram. Exactly. Um, I'm holding Darius Slayton. I'm, I'm, I'm telling. Um, Matt Canning to fold Darius Slayton and to <laughs> trade him to me because I've been trying for it weeks. It always comes down to Craig's dynasty. It, yeah, I mean, realistically, it's not always about so you, Craig. Okay? And, and Golden There's Tate. No I in team. Golden Tate, unfortunately, I'm folding at this point. It, 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 I think it's more. Nothing. He hasn't shown anything, and it's it's a lot of Daniel Jones. Wait, Craig, if you need it's a, a shitty wide receiver Jones. on a bad contract, I have Nelson Aguilar for you. <laughs> Which honestly, it was also my my thought of. Uh, by low this week because he did show decent stuff against Buffalo, which is a great defense. But his name is still Nelson Aguilar. It is so still Nelson Aguilar. So you, you well, got to look at it. Let's, with let's, rugs being out and stuff like that, you have to... Yeah, so let's let's just talk about the, the Giants passing. Yes. yes. So, Selling, sorry. fold... Sorry, rather, folding the whole thing. You're folding all. Slayton, Tate, uh, Ingram. Uh, I'll be sending you a trade for Evan Ingram later. <laughs> we'll see if you uh, stick by that. Uh, We're gonna make one on air. I'm, let's let's do the let's be realistic though. I'm gonna, I'm not gonna just give him away, but I'm looking to move him for a, 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 a he'll move him for Travis a reduced Kelsey. value. Would you cut him for Tanyan? 
Yes. Oh, okay. a million percent. Oh, a yeah. million point, percent. He just took Mercedes Lewis' job. Absolutely. Um, I am. I am folding. Cut of all time. I am folding on the Giants' offense strictly because I've seen Daniel Jones in the clutch throw way too many interceptions late games, especially this last one against the Rams. It's a piss poor performance there. You're down eight. You need absolutely need a score, and you throw an iffy ball to get picked. Mind you, it was a good pick. Don't get me wrong, but throw the ball away. If yeah. you're not a thousand percent on that at that point at the ten yard line, throw it away. So I'm I'm Cor- a I'm a fold on that offense. Corey after his twenty five ounces of McUltra. Ch- Corey ultra. feeling good. I, Corey, he's I was trying to also working on his next twelve. So we're looking to, at thirty seven ounces I was, soon. I was trying to find what league you had Evan Ingram in, and I can't find it. Um, uh, must be in my ESPN leagues, and I have oh, I have ESPN's been multiple terrible. leagues. terrible. Yahoo or Do sleeper? Do you think ESPN's that I'm, char- okay. I'm in like nine leagues, dude? Do you think I'm in oh. charge of all of them? Found Where it. is this podcast going? I'm pretty important. Alan Lazard, hold fold, fold on the IR. Fold, oh, fold, he's so fold. hurt. Okay, he's, he's so hurt. He's, so he's going to be. A, he's going to be out a month. <laughs> Don't plus. fold him because he's not doing well. Fold him if because you, he's hurt. If you if you if you have yeah. an IR slot, right. Put him on it. Yes. yes. He's going to be one of the best IR stashes of of the season. Uh, Emmanuel Sanders, fold for me. Hold. If you can I'm trade him, I would try and get off of Sanders. So. Um, I would sell him high. I would do whatever you can with Michael Thomas coming back. But everybody else said hold. I'm going to hold him. I'm going to hold him because I I think with Michael Thomas back, it actually helps him. I don't think it helps him at all, but I think he's still going to give you 8 to 10. And that's... I think depending it's serviceable as a backup. Depending on your league as a flex play, that could be fine. Preston Williams. Fold. Fold. Bye-bye. Fold. Bye. See ya. I'm, it's I'm it's a shame. Him. It's a shame. Oh, you're gonna hold him. It is. I'm holding. It is. Don't have to be the only one. I'm gonna hold him too. It, is it a shame? I'm just. It's I'm just, gonna hold him. I've seen enough, and it, yeah. I want more. But right. they're gonna be in a quarterback change in so, a week or two. Exactly. So I'm gonna me, hold him and wait for two and see what he does. But let me you let know, me just paint this picture for you. Devonte Parker did not become relevant until Ryan Fitzmagic became the quarterback, which is why we're not going to see a quarterback change in a week. We're which not. which I hope we don't. So <laughs> just because it's, it's magic. Um, no, I I don't think we're gonna see a quarterback change in a week. I'm a fold on Preston Williams though because, I mean, he's the number two. He's okay. seeing the number two corner, and he's still not doing anything. So we're fifty fifty on uh, on TSF sleeper Preston Williams. Sony Michelle, I just tossed him in there. Fold. He's a fold. See ya. Bye bye. He just Go lost back. his job to Damian Harris. If you absolutely. if you have an IR spot and you have both Sony Michelle and Alan Lazard, you pick one. Alan Lazard. Lazard. I oh, literally sure. might cut him in Dynasty. He has Seventeen <laughs> bucks for three years. Three years. Three okay. Years. All right. You can go to Jeff or something with that. All right. Buy low, sell high. Um, this should be interesting. This is. It's just very curious because. Scotty and I, Scotty and I agree on most running backs, and both of our buy low running backs have not performed well. So I'm buying Kenyon Drake low. He's trying my. Uh, trying to buy. He's trying to buy Miles Sanders low. Uh, both just aren't living up to expectations, but their talent is so far beyond what you've seen this season. You're trying to find the knee jerk uh, owner who's looking at their stats and going, "They're just not good." Here, here's the thing. Chase Edmonds and and he scored the touchdown last week, but he Sad. didn't he didn't get the the volume on the ground. Um I mean I guess what's concerning is that Drake didn't get the the volume through the air, but you want Kenyon Drake to be the one who's on the field more often than not, and he is the one who's on the field. So I don't think Chase Edmonds is a is an issue to Kenyon Drake. There's no other um running back who is 
after Miles Sanders' job, both players I expect to to have a bounce back. So both Scotty and I are coming in and saying try and buy Kenny and Drake or Miles Sanders low. Um, and Craig, oh Craig, you got you got Darius Slayton. Absolutely. We were There's, just fifty fifty fold on. Yeah, absolutely. I'm buying Darius Slayton because I, I think wish I had a, him. I think he's a very talented wide receiver. And I, and and um, Canning, turn off the podcast right now. Yeah, no, he won't. He won't sell it to me, man. I've tried everything I possibly can. Like, and he. Well, won't. this is this is dynasty. But give us your take on redraft Darius Slayton by low now. Right. So obviously he's he's been pretty low. Um, you know, he had six points this past week, 4.8, you know, duplicate before that. But he also had seven targets, seven targets week three, six in week two, and nine in week one. And targets mean something. Opportunity is king. And next week, they get Dallas, the one team that has allowed every single team to blow up on them. And when you look at a, a you know, a, a, a big wide receiver that can go deep like that's the prototypical guy that's going to do well against Dallas and he is going to be able to I'm telling you he's getting in teens at the minimum and he has a shot to to do something special next week you know following that he has Washington and then Philadelphia is not that great either but then there's there's Tampa Bay and I, I think his schedule you know shows that he can produce more with the opportunity that he is getting um, you know, he, he has had more opportunity than any other re- receiver on that team. And at a certain point, you know, if they do get the running game going, which it doesn't look like, but, uh, you know, I just see a lot going, if anything, uh, you know, for a wide receiver like Slayton, and you can really get him for pennies right now. Corey, this guy, you might've heard of him. Julio Jones. Junk. He's junk. Up. He sucks. He's his done, hamstring, Mike. His hamstrings, junk. Felga, why do you just turn into Tony Maserati? <laughs> he's he's like, like he's hey, like three hey, drinks in, and he's hey, like, yeah, I'm gonna be Tony Maserati. You're gonna be, you're gonna be Tony Maserati. I'll pull a Mike Felga right that's, now. All right, my, kiss my tukis because Julio Jones is done with that hammy. Mike, you know what? I don't even think Julio Jones is ever good. This guy, Julio, <laughs> he sucks and blows. Okay, but no, Julio, seriously, he is. Maybe not even necessarily a buy low because he is Julio Jones, but it's the lowest that you're ever going to buy yeah, Julio Jones. Absolutely, first round. He's pick. out with a hamstring. Just left the game early. He's this hamstring has this hamstring has affected him it since the preseason that didn't even exist, but before the season started. Then on top of that, he's like you said, not playing next week and maybe beyond that. Who freaking knows? But if you have a guy who's a Julio owner in your league and they need to win now, say they're zero and four, one and three, and they're trying to stack some wins. You can trade a mid-tier running back or even a mid-tier wide receiver or two in exchange for Julio Jones. It's going to sit on your bench. And if you can sustain that zero for a week to two weeks, he is a quality pickup for the end of the year. You want to, you want to look to your left Smack right now? Smack the mic for hey, the end of the year. You want to look to your left right now? Yes. You, you uh, Julio Jones owner that is two and two or one and three right now and looking to sell him? Yeah, hi. Anybody in the listener league <laughs> listening yeah, right now? Because that's me. Uh, well, let's have a conversation off air. So yeah. who who are you buying low, Mike? I am buying low Robert, Robert Woods. Woods. Yes. You don't have that in front of you. I apologize. I don't. No, I'm, I'm sorry. I'm very ill-prepared. Bobby I'm, Woods. I'm buying Robert Woods low because realistically, you bought him high, not super high to begin with, but you bought him decently high to begin with because he's supposed to be the number one wideout in L.A., Realistically, the L.A. offense does not look spectacular. It does not look to up to L.A. offense standards, but you know he's the number one guy there. Cooper Cup 
don't get me wrong, he's had a couple of good weeks in a row, but that's only because he's doing it with his feet. He is run after catch right now. That's the only thing. He's not getting 12 targets a game. Robert Woods, they're they're going to game plan. Week one, Robert Woods looks like looked like the guy. Cooper Cup barely even knew what a football was week one <laughs> because they game planned around Robert Woods. The end arounds, the short slants. I mean, I, I just think Robert Woods is the guy right now. And yeah, Cooper Cup's had two good weeks in a row, but that's only because he's doing it with his feet. It's short passes, and he is flat out beating defenders with his feet. Jared Goff is going to look on the deep ball for Robert Woods. Cooper Cup is the underneath guy, and Robert Woods is the long ball guy. And if you have bonuses in your league, like in my Yahoo league, we have 40-yard 40, 40 catch bonuses, 40-yard touchdown bonuses. I mean, that's going to pay off. Those extra couple of points are going to pay off, and Robert Woods is the guy in L.A. Sorry, Cooper Cup. I love you. You're on my team. Sadly, anybody else wants him too. My whole team's up for trade. If anybody wants him, because sadly, it's just I I'm the underperformers for a reason. Because my team is garbage. Uh, it's Robert Woods right now. It really is. Okay. Um. All right. Now our sell highs. Sorry, I was making a trade on air. Making counter offering. Um. I don't think it will be accepted. Um. Go big or go home. So buy low candidates. Perfect guys to target to buy. These are the guys to sell, and typically what we try to do is sell these guys for our buy lows. You're going to lose some value uh, sometimes, um, but for the most part, you're trying to trade a player who's either coming off a big week or strung together a couple of them. Um, Mine is Joe Mixon. Um, I've never been a Joe Mixon guy. I've never seen, you know, what people see in Joe Mixon that make him... Uh, a top 12 running back. He's got a ton of, of talent. He just he doesn't string it together consistently enough for me to buy into Joe Mixon. He had a career day. Uh, he found the end zone a couple times. At a, over 100 in, in uh, he had three touchdowns, two, two on the ground, one through the air. Uh, he had over 180 uh, all-purpose yards. That was a career day for Joe Mixon. That's and never going to happen again. Probably will be, you're right, will probably never happen again. And I think a lot of people are going to look at that. They're going to look at the offense and say, this is what I'm going to get with Joe Mixon. I don't know that that's always necessarily going to be the case. I would be taking Joe Mixon and, and trying to get myself, um, you know, another another piece. Um, and it's likely that you could go and get yourself a Kenyon Drake plus something else with, with a Joe Mixon and turn him into two solid players. Um, yeah, I was gonna say if you went Joe Mixon for Kenyon Drake, you'd be overpaying selling Joe Mixon for Kenyon Drake. But if you went Joe Mixon for Miles Sanders straight up, I'd have that conversation all day long. Right. I mean, and it gets weird. I'm still taking Miles Sanders on that though. Yeah, oh, me too. That's well, that's a, well, that's the point, right? Yeah. Is that you're yeah. you're trying to trade Joe Mixon to get yourself something better. I mean, Mixon and Drake kind of fall in the same category, but I think the Drake owner. I mean, likely you can sell Mixon plus get get something I mean, back. I throw in this Robert Tunyon guy, dude. He's a, he's a flash in the pan. <laughs> Um, Scotty's selling Jarek McKinnon and, um, I love the sell because Jarek McKinnon hasn't scored less than 10 fantasy points this entire season. And Jarek McKinnon has scored a touchdown in every single game. Touchdowns, what, usually six points? Yeah, I mean, yeah. typically they're six, six points. So that's not a good fantasy day if he doesn't score a touchdown. <laughs> so it's not a great fantasy day. Raheem Mostert is, you know, likely coming back at some point. Tevin Coleman at some point is going to come back, even though he's on the IR. We've never seen Jarek McKinnon put together more than this 
This is usually what Jarek McKinnon does, and then he gets hurt. This is the this is the selling window for yes. Jarek McKinnon, and I would I would hop on the opportunity. And then, Craig, I hate this sell by the way because I love this guy. But oh, okay, I like it. So he, <laughs> I love him too because he was a a tight end star for me. It just it just all the pieces added up. But the thing is, you want to talk about never happen again. With Joe Mixon, the three touchdowns that Robert Tanyan had in the 30-point day is never going to happen again for him. I would love it to happen every week, and a tight end can have like 30 touchdowns on the year, but that's not going to happen. And right now, tight end landscape has been finicky. And, and you know, I don't know if I would want Evan Ingram uh, because of that, that offense, but I would want Zach Ertz. And if you can take Tanyan and you can flip him for Zach Ertz, who is really, you know, the owner of Zach Ertz is fed up right now. I think you can do it. And and I would try to do it. You know, maybe maybe they need to know what wide receiver or something else. But Robert Tanyan is a guy right now that you are able to sell. And, and, and don't be sad the fact that he may actually have, <clears throat> this is not to say he's not going to do well the rest of the year. I think he will. I think he actually is a tight end and a weapon that Aaron Rodgers can use. Uh, and he will use. But you're going to be able to get something better from uh, his performance this past week. All right. All right. My sell high of the week, Will Fuller. Um, I think it's pretty well documented, my belief at least, that he cannot stay healthy. And his injuries often come after big games. He had a big game this past week. And if I were a full owner in any league, I'm not because I hate Will Fuller and I don't think that he can stay healthy. But if I was, I would be shopping him very aggressively. The only thing is that a lot of people share that same injury concern that I have, so his value might be a little bit limited, but uh, the big performance and lack of a lot of other uh, passing options in Houston might be enough to make a case and secure a decent return on Will Fuller at this point. Again, we talk about shopping our own uh, sell highs for our buy lows, and if I could swap Will Fuller for Julio Jones, even if I had to throw an additional piece in to get Julio, I would be more than happy to do that because I think even if Julio misses another week next week and maybe even another one on top of that, he'll end up missing less games than Will Fuller will throughout the course of the season. So for me, Will Fuller is an easy sell high, especially if you add in the fact that they just fired Bill O'Brien. They're changing head uh, head coaches. Romeo Cornell is supposed to take over, and he's a defensive-minded coach. Who knows what's going to happen with the offense? There's a lot of uncertainty in, in fantasy football. I do not like buying into uncertainty, so that really takes – a questionable injury candidate plus the uncertainty of a head coaching position and a changing offense, all of that wrapped into one. I just want out of my Texans pretty much across the board. Okay. And Mr. Michael Mahoney, who are you selling high? Uh, that's going to be Ronald Jones this week. Um, just had a great game. Mind you, he didn't score a touchdown, but he went, you know, hunt was it? 110 yards, 111 yards. Yeah. Uh, I mean, when Leonard Fournette comes back, realistically, if you ask me, Leonard Fournette is the guy. Um, he should be the guy. Ronald Jones is a serviceable back. Don't get me wrong. But you know what Leonard Fournette can do. Everybody knows what Leonard Fournette can do. If he's healthy, he's going to be one of the best backs in the league if you give him the ball. The problem with it is, doesn't seem to be getting the ball enough. When he becomes healthy, he should be getting the ball more. We saw him... The week before he got injured, he had a good week. He went off. But as of right now, with the, with the way that Ronald Jones was, 
without Leonard Fournette, 110 yards. I mean, that's that's a great day. The only thing he was missing was a touchdown to be a fantastic fantasy day. Yeah, and the Ronald Jones window just opened up slightly, and all the Ronald Jones truthers and <laughs> you know had 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 a gift handed them with Leonard Fournette out. Yeah, they that, missed yeah. their window. Leonard yeah. Fournette broke out, and Ronald Jones is irrelevant now. Leonard Fournette's hurt. Ronald Jones does well. I swear to God, don't be an idiot. Don't go. Oh, oh it's Ronald Jones season. No, it's, it's not. never no, it's, going no, to be. No, no, <laughs> you hear that, Mango? Not. Yeah, you hear that? <laughs> Sell yeah, him. You heard now. it here too, Mango, from Corey Dow's and Mike Mahoney himself. Get rid of Ronald Jones. It's Leonard Fournette. It has to be. If you want to win some real football games, you got to give Leonard Fournette the ball. He can do both out of the backfield. <clears throat> he can run it. He can catch it. He can do whatever you need. And Just, he can pass. I mean, I don't know if he can pass like Jarvis Landry can. I don't know if you saw so, that pass, but that was on target. Lefty, by the way. Who like saw a that quadruple crow hop. But put everything it, he had into it. Ronald Jones had a great game. I'm selling him high because as soon as Leonard Fournette comes back, they have to give him the ball. If they want to win, they have to give Leonard yeah. Fournette the ball. And and so I just want to say this. If you think Ronald – and I love this sell high. I mean, this is a great sell high. If you think Ronald Jones is the guy – just know Tampa Bay doesn't. They drafted a running back and they signed Fournette. Yeah, so exactly. if you know something that Bruce Arians doesn't, Please go apply me. for his job. Yeah. Also, Keyshawn Vaughn looked fine in this performance. He did. You're right. That's another yes. guy. And add he, him, he add in, him to the list. He came in for McCoy's role because he has an ankle injury. Yeah. Well, it, that's all right. So add McCoy well, think, to the list and Keisha, yeah, instead of right. Keyshawn Vaughn. Because right. McCoy can do the same thing. He's just getting old. Right. But McCoy can do it all too. So you got McCoy, Fournette, and realistically at this point, throw in Keyshawn Vaughn. Where does Ronald Jones leave? Where, where does that leave Ronald Jones? Wasted. On Wasted. the street. The side um, yeah. Stop playing with my heart. Girl, boy, band. But we need a better name for this. I think this quit is playing with my heart. The, the, the point okay. was was for some point to stop get a, effing with me. To get a, a, a like sound stop, clip stop of quit playing. <laughs> or, or stop okay, playing I with my to. I need to get on, I need oh. to get on a better I, clip. For no, this. Stop I did change it over to stop playing with, with me, you punk bitch, this weekend. <laughs> okay. For mine. Um, well, you got to throw that stop effing with me, you punk bitch. Yeah, that's what it's got to be. So, Scotty and I, both of our stop quit playing games with my heart is Kenny Drake. And I think really this can be extended to really the offense and whole. I think what we've seen from Arizona has been a bit underwhelming. We saw them go and get DeAndre Hopkins, and they've overutilized him, which is great, which is what we expected it to be. But we were also told that this offense was was a high-scoring offense. This offense was, was an offense that ran a ton of plays. Last year, they were middle of the road with how many plays they ran. Uh, and, and when we look at what Kenyon Drake did last year, he did a lot with minimal attempts. Um, so it's just, I don't think that they're utilizing Kenyon Drake correctly. Um, he's, he's an hyper talented running back. He is more talented than Chase Edmonds is. Chase Edmonds is not going anywhere. Both of them are going to be on the field. Kenyon Drake's the better back. And I would like it if they could figure it the hell out. Um, also, fuck Adam Gase. <laughs> to, to, to end it it's off, a, it's about time that we've heard All right. that. So, I have a I just player. thought we were due. It's been like 40 minutes. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> I'm not going to disagree with you on that. I had a player name listed in here, but it's really a ligament. Or, I don't know if it's it's a muscle. His fucking hamstring. Julio fucking Jones. <laughs> Every, everybody, everybody's Correct. fucking hamstring, dude. No, not but, just no, Julio but, Jones. But this fucking guy. 
goes, oh, coach, I can play. And then, and and then, then limping, I hear. Limping off the field at halftime. And I hear from co- from coaches at practice, or not or not coaches, but I hear from from reporters watching practice. Oh, Julio looks like he has his burst back. So so I told so many people, and I apologize that I I heard it. I didn't say you know play this man with confidence. I said I said Julio Jones has his Pick burst me. back. Pick me. That's what I yeah, heard. Yep. Listen, and to I How went. You doing? I am going to play him because that's what I hear. If, if if Julio Jones is fine, that's great. But unfortunately, he's a little bit older. These injuries are going to take a little bit longer for a guy like this. And he he pops off for 150 plus yards first game, and then ever since three points, zero points, five points. Figure it out. Sit for two or three weeks. I don't care. Get healthy. Don't Lim- tell me you're gonna play. Limping. Sit the half. Limping off the field at half. Not even just walking off the field at half and saying I can't do it. I don't know if anybody watched that game, but if you did, they showed him limping off the field at halftime i don't care man go on ir take take three weeks i do not care get healthy stop trying to force it especially with who they have with russell gage and calvin ridley you don't need to rush yourself don't be an idiot dan quinn fuck you we need a coach segment uh Dallas, who's who's playing with your with your heart? Yeah, with your hamstring. My hammies. <laughs> Might as well be with your hamstring the way this uh, season's going. Julian Edelman is who's playing with my heartstrings. Back to back busts of a week. Last year he only had three, maybe four weeks that you would consider busts. So maybe we can write it off as that. But five points against a mediocre at best Chiefs defense is not what you want to see out of him, especially the way that he did it. He scored five points, but he also Ended up with two crucial drops that, and one of which led to a pick, uh, pick six. Was it pick six? Yep. Yeah, pick and, six by Matthew. So, um, really, honestly, to be to be quite blunt with you, it's my belief that Edelman's hurt and he's playing through something. But that's not an excuse. If you're out there on the field, you need to make the fucking plays that come your way. So, either sit the sit down and let somebody else step up, or whether it's Damari Bird or whoever the hell else. But stop hurting your team and your fantasy owners if you're going to be out there. If you're not healthy enough to play, sit down. If you are healthy enough to play, I expect you to catch those balls. This is a swearing segment. Yeah, fuck Julian Edelman. Kendrick Lamar. And I'm a huge Julian Edelman guy. Trust me, love the dude. But he has not been an asset to the Patriots team the last two weeks. He's old. He is old. Sit down. And he looks it. Be humble. Kendrick Lamar. That's what I'm saying. So I agree with you on the Julian Edelman thing. My... Don't play with my heart anymore. Uh, that's going to be Cooper Cup. Um, the last two seasons, I've had Cooper Cup on one of my fantasy teams. And I will tell you, Cooper Cup on good weeks, uh, he's going to make you smile. He's going to make you laugh. Cooper Cup just went for 30. It's fantastic. And then you have his down weeks. And his down weeks, you're looking at two, four. I mean, on his down weeks, you're not looking at eight, nine points serviceable for a starting starting wide receiver. His down weeks, you're looking at four points. You're looking at, you know, three catches for 39 yards. I mean, Jared Goff, like I said earlier with the Robert Woods thing. <laughs> you can, we, yeah. have a, we have a bathroom in the studio. <laughs> you can hear everything I was, that Corey's I doing. I was trying to open everybody. <laughs> heard him. It thanks on, thanks it's on like that, a, Corey. It's, it's like a... <laughs> yeah, um, you got to connect room with a cup. Huh? You, you really got to... I mean, Cooper Cup, Jared Goff, Sean McVay, figure it out. Right. Yep. Cooper Cup is absolutely serviceable. He will do whatever you need him to do. He 
just doesn't get the ball enough. He, they they plan around Robert. Robert, yeah, I don't know. Robert Woods. Robert Woods. Uh, they plan around Robert Woods, and, and it's blatantly obvious. The problem with We're hunting Wabbits. And, and and this really kind of goes back to at one point. This is a vanilla offense, and and Absolutely. I hate and I hate this from yeah. McVay. Um, okay. Because, well, be, be, because before it was Todd Gurley, Todd Gurley, Todd Gurley, Todd Gurley. Now they don't have Todd Gurley, so now they got to figure it out. And yeah. they got two great wide receivers that will, that they are willing to give the ball to. The problem with it is, is there are some weeks where Cooper Cup doesn't even see an attempt. He gets what four targets for twenty he's yards. Not, he's not getting the he's not getting the touchdown. No, he's not. Which is the most important piece here, um, and that's where Cooper Cup's stuff comes in. Okay, week four in the books. Yes, week four is in the books. I'm like, what am I? What am I doing? Week five's coming up. We have waiver article going up. Is already up. Yeah. Then we have starts and sits. We have another podcast that. So our next podcast is going to come early. So that will be up Friday, most likely. I'm going away for the weekend, so that will oh, be up. Yeah, I'm camping. Shit, I'm always so, okay. according to Scotty. I'm always camping. So, so, so. when do the book burners need to be in? So the book burners. Well, the Thursday. book burners are probably going to be. You guys are typically. Thursday, We're typically Friday, Thursday right? night, Friday morning, so you guys can rip the podcast that night. Yeah, yeah. So we're gonna we're gonna do it Thursday night. You, you know, I mean, you can you, we have an article for you anyway. We can just keep pushing towards it. If you know what you want to do Thursday night, let us know. Realistically, well, I don't think the lines so, are in until so, Thursday. No, I mean the lines in right now. Right I can now, give yeah. you whatever the lines. Oh, they want. don't change. Uh, oh no, they change. So they, they change. change. Yeah, they change on the bat. But you know, lines will change game day. Look at the Pats. Okay, so, the they, pat, we, the we pats had we had the Pats at seven. And then Brian Hoyer goes in as ten and a half. Even the money okay. line, the money line went from four ten to five forty before yeah, kickoff. That's what I'm saying. So I bet like, it at five ten. It's still lost. Mind you, don't don't forget to check out the book burners on topshelffantasy.com. Yep. I I gotta make the plug. Sorry, I know that's we get no. So we so we get you guys like me being a book burner right now. I gotta make the plug. We have to get you like an affiliate Instagram or something or like a that's what I'm saying. Or or I mean weekly podcast would be nice. But the picture Scotty put together, you guys, is phenomenal. No, it is. That's fantastic. We do want to look fresh. Yeah, both of us in our wedding attire. That looks fresh. Mind you, my arm is just out there. I don't know what the hell is going on, but anyways. We do want to um, have some sort of betting corner where we get you and Baldy to come on for a half an hour segment or so. We got to build it out and figure that out. For now, topshelffantasy.com, right on the menu bar, you will find the, the book burners article, what their picks are. You'll see the waivers. You'll see start sits. You'll see everything up on the website, topshelffantasy.com. Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, Top Shelf FNTSY. Top Shelf Fantasy. Stay fluid. Stay